Hello and welcome to On Public Square, a City of Clarksville podcast where we get to know the amazing city employees that help keep the lights on. They're our friends, our family, our neighbors, and each of them has a story to tell. Now, let's say hello. Welcome to another episode of On Public Square. We've been off the uh, show for a few weeks. Uh, been some changes here at City Hall. Been working on uh, several other projects, which I can't wait to talk about very soon in the future. But today we have a whole round of guests from all around uh, the city employee family. Today I have with me our uh, city employees that will be joining the newest class of leadership Clarksville. We have uh, Keith Cutshaw from CDE Light Band, uh, Patricia Nesbitt from Clarksville Transportation, and we have Jim Ely from Clarksville Fire Rescue. Uh, welcome. It's good to have you all. Good to be here. We're in a new space now. We're not all shoved around my desk. In all the past episodes, we've uh, I've just had one little like universal mic, and we all just kind of have to crowd up to it as close as we can get. <laughs> so this is a new setup. We can actually breathe a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'd just like to go around. Let's. We usually start just with some introductions. Uh, I guess we can start right across from me. Uh, Captain Neely? Um, so my name is Jim Neely. Um, I've been at Clarksville Fire Rescue for 16 years. I've been married for nine to my wife, Sally. I've got a beautiful little girl, Savannah, and a handful of a little boy um, named Luke. Very nice. And uh, what exactly do you do at CFR? We've had a few <clears throat> folks from Fire Rescue up before. We've had so, Rios and Brandon McCurdy. Right. And I, I've worked with both of those um, great guys. Uh, so I'm a suppression captain. Uh, the suppression division is basically the, the guys that you see all the time. We're the ones that make the emergency responses and, and stuff like that. So I'm a captain in District 2, which is uh, you know pretty much the north side, Fort Campbell Boulevard, Tiny Town, State Line Road, that area. Um, work. Um, you know, the 24-hour shifts, 48 mm-hmm. hours off. Um, like, love it. Love every minute of it. Love coming and can't wait. Love it. So your job is more kind of what people might think of when, when they imagine firefighter. That's pretty in line with that. True, true. So uh, Chief Montgomery has recently divided the city into three districts, one, two, and three. So like I said, I'm in District 2. Um, I have a district chief that works directly above me, and then I'm kind of like his right-hand man. Uh, in the district. Um, we have four stations in each district. So, you know, we kind of do the uh, supervisory admin type, type stuff. Uh, I, I get that opportunity to still ride, ride on an engine. Uh, so I get to actually still go on calls and do, do the fun stuff. Um, most Y'all got of the, time the new too. engine too now. We, we, yes, we do have the brand new one downtown. Yeah, tower it's, one it's looks so nice. Yes, it is. Love it. Uh, Patricia. Hi. So I'm with Clarksville Transit, very new, um, almost two months. I am a business analyst there. So what I do is I write grants and I manage big projects um, like the new transit center we're hoping to build in the future. Um, I'm married to a local police officer and my brother's a local police officer and my sister-in-law's a local police officer. (laughs) My father's the former director of transit actually. And, um, I have two wonderful children, um, a little girl that's five starting kindergarten this year and a little boy that's two with down syndrome. Lovely. Well, your family is just just in public service in Clarksville. We are here. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) 
Uh, and that's great. To, uh, I'm hearing a lot about kids. I have a, my wife jokes. We have a five month old, and uh, since about two months before he's born, I can't go one of these episodes without mentioning him. <laughs> so she'll want to know four minutes and seven seconds. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they take up so much of your life. So oh yeah, you have to mention them. We've talked a lot about grants on this show. We've had a uh, Carly on, and mm-hmm. uh, I've talked with Lauren Winters about coming on to talk about some of her projects. We've been able to talk about like the adult changing tables they're putting in at Wilma. Rudolph Event yes. Center and all these other uh, healthy babies uh, family fund, I believe is what it is. The lead uh, prevention yes. uh, grant that gas and water got. That's always, I, I was telling Carly, it, that's a job that even for me, I came from a, as from being a writing teacher. I went to school for, for literature and just, I've read some of the grant applications and it's just a, goes way over my head sometimes. It's great. You know, before this, I worked for 15 years as a nonprofit executive, um, writing grants in that field, but it's very different. I've learned a lot from Lauren Mm. specifically. She's doing great work. And I saw on your uh, listing for Clarksville, Leadership Clarksville, which I mentioned to you, I actually missed your uh, your inclusion at first because it listed a, a, a nonprofit that you work with on there. What was? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. So I worked um, for St. Luke's Community House for 15 years. I was their chief programs officer. It was in Nashville, West Nashville, um, and serving um, lots of low-income families. So what we did and what I oversaw was we had a food bank with Second Harvest. We have a child care center. Um, they have a senior citizens, like mobile meals, which is meals on wheels, mm-hmm. free tax prep, Christmas programs, uh, after school and summer program, and partnering with lots and lots and lots of different organizations. Love it. Do you still stay involved with the nonprofit? Sphere? Yes. I stayed on their um, programs committee. It's a committee of the board. So I, I am definitely involved and lots of people who want to come to Clarksville and do nonprofit work. So I get reached out to a lot. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Uh, and then Keith, if you'd like to. I'm Keith Cutshaw. I'm the chief operating officer at CD Light Band. I've uh, been there 29 years. Uh, started out there as a lineman and worked my way up through a foreman position and I was over safety and training for 11 years and now currently the, the chief operating officer. So you probably would work there same time my mom did Stacy Williams. Oh yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then I've got a 20 uh, year old daughter, um, still at home with me. So, um, awesome. So as chief operating officer, what, what does your day look like? So I'm over, uh, all of the line crews, service trucks, uh, the meter department, engineering, substation maintenance, um, so uh, fiber to the home, the all the outside fiber plants. So it's pretty busy day from day to day. So it's been um, busy weekend. Worked all weekend with storms. So, um, Love it. So if you're listening to this and you're at your home listening to this on the internet, perhaps you're on CDE Light Band and uh, check it out. I think there was just some uh, up additional uh, packages added for higher data plans. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I'm not, couldn't tell you what they are. That's the, broad, <laughs> that's the broadband side of the department, but uh, I focus more on the electric side and just the outside fiber plants. Were you involved with this uh, uh the integration of uh, the solar plant that's coming to Clarksville? Yes, we are working on that. Um, 
it's it's about to wrap up. They've they're starting to install the solar panels. Uh, we got our line built into it for to make that that connection. So just waiting on Silicon Ranch to to finish their piece up. Love it. I looked into that into that company a little bit. Uh, I was a reporter for Clarksville Now before I came here for okay. three years. So I reported when the uh, on that when Silicon Ranch first announced. Uh-huh. I was real. I went and looked online at some of their other locations. It's really cool to right. see. It's going to be a neat site from the interstate. Yes, it is. I've been. I'll go out on occasion and kind of see the progress, and it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pretty neat project once it's said and done. Love it. Uh, well, it's good to meet all of you. And uh, of course, for the main reason we're here, congratulations on making it into Leadership Clarksville. Uh, I know that's uh, kind of a long-running local program. I think it's in its 35th year. I think this is the 36th class. 36th class, yes. And with 36 uh, members to the class, I do believe. Uh, if you look around local leadership, a lot of those folks are alumni. We have several up here in this building and on this floor. I know... Uh, my usual co-host, Jimmy Settles, a Leadership Clarksville alumni. I believe Bill Harpel's done it, who's right down the hallway. And the mayor, I do think, I do believe at least, uh, several city council members I know. Um, just a great local program. And I guess, uh, how did y'all tell me what made y'all want to apply? Is this the first time you've applied? Um, well, I'll go. I was actually accepted into last year's class and missed the retreat because my son was in the hospital. So they deferred me to this year. Um, at the time I was working somewhere else and really, really want setting my sights on being involved in the city here. Um, knew I wanted to come work for the city and get involved. And so I thought, why not apply and see if I can, um, get involved in making our community better in this way. So I really have two reasons. Um, one professional, you know, with the, I guess you'd say, unprecedented growth, both economically and population-wise, that Clarks was experienced in the last few years, and I think we're projected to continue that. Mm-hmm. I think Clarks Fire Rescue plays a vital role, you know, in that growth, and and has played a vital role in that growth. So, I think as as officers and and people with that organization, we have kind of an ob- obligation to, um, you know, do what we can and find avenues to to help. Um, sustain that growth mm. and success for the, for the, for the city. And then, you know, really leadership and, and development and, and setting others up for success is a passion of mine. So with the networking and, and connections that can be made in a program like this, I think does nothing but, you know, help the people that I work with and, and also help um, CFR grow. So largely sort of a professional development interest in general. Correct. Love it. What about you, Keith? Yeah. And it's, I agree with with Captain Ely. It's um, you know the electric infrastructure is such a vital uh, role within our community, and and making sure you know with this leadership Clarksville being involved and and making sure that we grow along with Clarksville and providing reliable service to our customers. Love it. And I've pulled up Leadership Clarksville's website just to kind of let people know if you're not familiar with the program. Uh, it is uh, a long-running, uh, according to their website, I'll just read what it says here. Uh, Welcome to Leadership Clarksville. Leadership Clarksville in Tennessee was founded in 1987 as an independent executive leadership program to give community leaders a three-dimensional view of the Clarksville-Montgomery County, Tennessee community. The program is designed to identify and introduce to each other the recognized and future leaders of the area and to give them an intense look at the community, its strengths and weaknesses. Uh, and I know beyond that, 
it involves, like you said, Patricia, an uh, initial retreat where everyone gets to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then following that up with, I think, monthly meetings that sort of take the form of professional development workshops and usually ends with a project, like some form of project, yeah, right? Yeah, along the way you work on a project. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I wish I knew some of the previous year projects. I can't think of any right now. I wonder if I still have last year's email that listed them. <laughs> <laughs> on their website, last year's project, I believe, is um, they have it on there. Let's take a look. Uh, in the meantime, uh, what all did it take to apply? Like, was it just filling out the form online? Where was there an interview process? For me, there it was. There was no interview. No, sir. It um. You, you get online, there's an online application. Um, I think there's an adult and a youth program. So you do the, obviously the, the adult program, but it's a, it's, it's not your typical application. Um, it's pretty in depth. Um, you, you, you have a letter of recommendation from a past alumni. Uh, you do uh, submit three, is it three, was it three, three references and then three ideas, um, kind of topics that, that you would like to see addressed, um, around around the community mm-hmm. you know that you could mm-hmm. uh, uh propose or, or whatnot a solution to or something like that so it's 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 not exactly just uh who you are your name age and all that kind of stuff it, it's pretty pretty in-depth very cool yeah and i'm just looking i'm not seeing what it is but i'll make sure i figure it out and if i don't see it immediately i'll uh uh, Voices of Clarksville, a little litter, a big problem for Clarksville, Montgomery County. So it looks like it involved uh, beautification of the downtown area and solving uh, issues with litter, uh, which is actually a great project. And that's something I've had to write about a few times talking about issues, especially with roadside debris and what the county and city are doing to mitigate some of those issues. I know one past year uh, there was a in-depth look at what to do with the Vulcan property. I actually saw uh, County Commissioner uh, Joshua Beal talking about that because that was uh, pro- the project the year he was involved mm-hmm. was researching possible futures for the Vulcan uh, property, which as people may have seen is now up for some major developments with a grocery store, maybe a Trader Joe's. I don't know how true that is. Uh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mixed-use housing development and uh, a baseball stadium, possibly. So, uh, with Leadership Clarksville, kind of back to the main topic, um, have you all had a chance to get together before now, or has the new class? So, that probably won't happen until the retreat. There's a mixer in September before the retreat Okay, to get to meet everybody. Fun stuff. Have any of you done programs like this before, or is this kind of a first? This, this is my first experience. Yes. Yeah. My um, first experience. I've done more things like um, I went through a collective impact cohort, cohort in Nashville to um, align nonprofits working together, solving, you know, working together instead of working in silos to solve community problems. Mm-hmm. So I would think that that's similar. Um, but I think this is probably going to be a little more intense, honestly, and hopefully more fun. Oh, <laughs> fun. is always a good, a good ad to have, especially yes. when you're getting together with a good group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose another question I, I have with this, uh, of course, we've talked about the service projects, but also this, this program is meant to sort of open doors locally by bringing together a group of people so that they can get to know each other and help each other. Um, 
And I don't, I don't want this to be like the, the, the stereotypical job interview, where do you see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> but I am curious that, of course, people that want to grow in leadership locally probably have specific uh, concerns or areas of interest locally. And I would be interested to kind of hear where you all come on on that. What What's on your mind as far as things you would like to see or be a part of either changing or improving or growing here in Clarksville, Tennessee in the, in the foreseeable future? Well, I'll just say I was born and raised in Clarksville. To say, so to see where... It was in 1970 to today, Clarks was just grown tremendously. And, and to be part of this leadership class and, and to be involved um, in leadership in the community, you know, I, I'd like to see Clarks to continue to grow and um, bring good things. You know? mm-hmm. Do you have a particular area of interest? Like this is like, a, I guess, a pet concern or something. You think that's something we ought to work on? Not off the top of my head. I mean, I don't have to think about that. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess as an ex- just as an example for me, like I'm very interested in green space and parks, and I, I'm always interested in projects that bring specifically more places for school age kids to be able to have things to do and play that doesn't cost a ton of money. Right. Um. I think for me, um, Clarksville, I went to high school in Clarksville, graduated from Kenwood in 2001. Um, but this is the city where I've chosen to live and raise my family. Um, it's very important to me to be an active part of your community and to give back and to help it evolve. Um, near and dear to my heart, of course, is accessibility and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And that's an area that I know the city is committed to. Um, and I just want to be a part of that work as well as, um, as we grow, just, you always have to bridge that gap between old and new, you know, mm-hmm. how do you welcome your new community members and bring along right. your old ones as well. And so, um, I just think it's an exciting time to be a Clarksvillian. And if you want to have a voice, you have to be at the table. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think that is a, the bridging the old and new is both one of the greater obstacles for Clarksville currently, but it's also one of the best opportunities. If you ask me, we were just, I was just talking with some folks about, uh, kind of the discussion of important, like keeping the historical, uh, nature, especially if looking at like downtown and along, um, the stretch of Madison street between, I, I guess I'll say Greenwood and pageant, I think mm-hmm. is about where mm-hmm. I'm talking right. about how that's a very iconic, like aesthetically iconic right. area uh, but uh, it's also growing. We have businesses moving in downtown every day. I know uh, Official Wings is going in on one corner and Beach Haven's opening up a shop on the other so corner. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited to just see new stuff downtown all the time. But uh, and just balancing that growth for the like you said, Keith, you've lived here all your life. I grew up here out in the county out by Montgomery Central. And there have been people who've been here 50, 60 years wow. that remember when Clarksville was much, much smaller. Mm-hmm. But uh, personally, I'm always excited to see growth, and it's just nice to see things mesh, I suppose. I think the arena is a good example mm-hmm. of that. I can remember growing up here and wishing there was more to do, 
Um, and then now as an adult, really excited that I could take my children to things there. Mm-hmm. But your initial reaction is, what is this going to do to our mm-hmm. city? Right? right. So I think, um, yeah, we'll see how it grows. Yeah. How it goes. It's the end of an era in many ways for many things, but it's also the beginning of new eras. One for me, I'm very excited about this pedestrian bridge that's going in that'll connect the Greenway to the Riverwalk and create a safe way for people to cross the Red River. <laughs> um, I am. Stuff like that, I love to see. Just things that expand new possibilities and make Clarksville better for everybody. Exactly. What about you, Captain Neely? Well, to kind of piggyback on what we've all you've all talked about um, with you know growth and and, and progress, um, and you and your green space uh, comment, I would like to see us strike a balance between um, maybe the urban sprawl that we're mm-hmm. experiencing mm-hmm. and, you know, we're moving out into these, um, county areas where like, like you said, you grew up in, in these, um, you know, farmland and, and woodland areas that people grew up, they, they, they hunt and they fish and stuff like that. Those, those places are disappearing. So I would like to see a strike a balance and maybe explore some different uh, building codes or whatever that allow us to kind of build up mm-hmm. a little bit in our already existing urban areas instead of ex- just continue to expand out into our, yeah. our rural areas. I suppose that's a particular concern for fire rescue as well, because as buildings get taller, there's more demand on on the firefighters. I actually, I believe I saw something about a new building that's being mm-hmm. considered that would be the new tallest building I in Clarkson. Ten stories, I believe. It? Yeah, right. over here on uh, I, I think it's Spring Street or something. But wow. even more like that type of. Uh, I guess upwards growth, we would definitely be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. That would just take a little bit extra training, you know, a little bit extra equipment. Mm-hmm. But the bigger challenge is, is when we grow out into these rural areas, there there's, we have volunteer, you know, fire protection mm-hmm. and, you know, that's not 24 seven, mm-hmm. like, like it is in the city limits. So that, you know, and they're very expensive mm-hmm. homes and, and developments being built out in those areas that have basically mm-hmm. no fire protection, you know, 24 yeah. seven. So that, that's more of a concern for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, uh, some of the residents then would be, mm-hmm. you know, us growing up or, and right. no, 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 they do an excellent job, you know, with, with, with what they can, they mm-hmm. do, you know, they, they pour their heart and soul into it and they're, and they're volunteering their time. They're oh, not yeah. paid mm-hmm. to do it. So, you know, they, it takes a special type of mm-hmm. person to do that. And that definitely not, um, trying to diminish what they do, but their capability, you know, their, yeah. their availability and capabilities are just yeah. limited. Say that I think Wes, uh, mayor golden, mm-hmm. uh, that that is something he's, that's been very much on his mind since he took office. I don't want to speak for him. I don't know. The no, he absolutely plans. isn't. I, I worked with Wes when he, or, or uh, Mayor Golden, when he I worked. I think we can at, say at, Wes. We all know. <laughs> I mean, he probably prefer it. When he, yeah. I worked with Wes when he was at, at CFR. So yeah, yeah I know that uh, the county uh, public safety is near and dear to his heart. I forgot he was with CFR. Mm-hmm. I think for about six years, six mm-hmm. or seven years. And his dad was a lineman, yeah. if I remember. Yeah, yeah worked with his dad for a lot of wow. time. You really do just have families that stay in the public service mm-hmm. sector That's for right. long periods of time in Clarksville, yeah. I'm realizing. I know him through dance. My daughter does dance with his daughter. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah. Where where does your daughter do dance? Acro Dance Express. So. Oh, okay. My yeah. wife's a dance teacher. Uh, she teaches at Fort Campbell for MWR with their Skies uh, youth programs, but she teaches That's ballet funny. and tap. See? 
Yeah, she taught with uh, Rewind previously. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Small world. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you're talking about growing out, and that makes me think about how you provide equitable transit mm-hmm. right, right. to the city, which we already kind of, you know, we're growing faster than we can handle it. And then when you think about how hard it is to hire people, mm-hmm. and the more we grow out, how are we going to provide service to the people who need and or mm-hmm. want it in a way that that's fair and equitable? And I think I know that that's a lot of the conversation we have at transit, that's mm-hmm. transit and infrastructure. That's right. already, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably to everybody that lives yes. here, you know. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, and I know transit's been on the ball with adding stops where they're needed mm-hmm. and the incorporation of the app to help people plan out their routes has been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to second ask about the new transit center because I haven't heard much lately. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but uh, I know that's that's been a, a, ch- a challenge that I think CTS has done really well with. And I actually, just recently I was with uh, Veronica to do a video uh, for the Women of Clarksville Expo this mm-hmm. coming weekend, and we did a, a preview ride, and I put a camera on the front of the bus, and we did a little bit of filming inside. Yeah, so that'll She's be great. that'll be out tomorrow. It was going to be out a little earlier, but I needed to do some extra editing on it. No, I'm really excited about that, and I actually hadn't been on one of the city buses in forever. It was really cool to see what they look like inside now, and yeah. I didn't realize how much space was given to making sure that the buses are accessible, and mm-hmm. uh, there's it, it, it was just impressive. It was good. I think transit has done a great job so far. I'm a little biased, um, obviously, with my dad being the former director and working there now. But I think they've done great work. <laughs> I want to do an episode at some point just to talk about the like free days and how people, if they want to get a bus pass, and just talk about yeah. all of those things and talk about how to use the app. I'd love to get some yeah, some CTS folks, you if you'd like to, and uh, a couple other folks, and just talk about the logistics of, and maybe uh, we can check in on talking about that transit center. Sometime. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say that we've had um, some historical studies done, architectural surveys. Mm-hmm. And right now we are working with the FTA to um, at the identified location that we would like, that was the number one recommended um, mm-hmm. to see how it would impact any historical properties mm-hmm. in the area. And so it's just, it's just a process. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's gotta be a logistical bear to figure out where to put the like nerve center of your bus system. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, I came on and they told me that was my number one priority. <laughs> and here so <laughs> here we go. We're going to do it. And there will be a new transit center in the future. <laughs> I'm actually really loving having uh, for all the episodes before we've had a lot of folks up here, but it's always been like from one department. This is the first time we've had a group of people from different departments. And I think it really adds something to being able to, cause everyone has a different perspective. Right. I don't right. think this is also not one of us works in the same building. We have oh, CDE right over on Wilma. We have the transits. Are you located at the, at the transit center or at uh, CTS Lane. over on mm-hmm. Boylan? Uh, and then of course, fire rescue is all over the place. And, yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting. So I, I don't know what people think about when they think about city employees and where they work, but it's actually everywhere. Um, There's lots of folks doing lots of cool stuff. Uh, We have some folks from Parks and Rec coming up later to talk about the parks. And so you've got folks everywhere. It's it's just cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, uh, thinking, is there anything else to talk about with Leadership Clarksville in particular? I do know, I would like people to know that there is a youth uh, element to it. If you're looking for something for your teenagers to do, there is a program for them as well. Uh, Youth Leadership Clarksville. I don't know when their uh, uh, application process starts. I know the next class for... Leadership Clarksville, I believe, opens in May of next year for class of 2025. It's probably about the same. But there is a teenage class, a youth program for high schoolers that people might want to know about. Uh, does a lot of similar things, has a retreat element, I believe, but and does these monthly meetings and workshops. It's for sophomores through uh, seniors in high school. Uh, can be public or private high school as long as it's in Clarksville, Montgomery County. Uh they do a lot of the same stuff. Um, they are looking for people who demonstrate leadership qualities in their school, community, and or church activities. Uh, and looking for students with grade points of uh, 2.75 to 4.0. Uh, oh, and yes, they do start their application process in mid-May. So maybe for some of the teenagers out there, that might be something you'd want to look at. I know uh, all of us here said we have kids of various ages. Uh, have any of your kids done anything like this? Mm, no. I think I'm in the same boat you are, uh, Patricia. <laughs> my my daughter's just starting kindergarten this year too, so we're we're on the on the beginning stages of our school and leadership mm-hmm. <laughs> journey. Right. Same. I won't be surprised though if she does. She's definitely the leader of our house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Type A kids. I'm I'm curious what I'm going to be getting into with my son. Uh, of course, only six months, but he's already like mm-hmm. into everything that he can reach. I'm so terrified of when he becomes mobile in a month or two. Good but, luck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kid, kid's yeah. curious. He, he's not happy unless he's at eye level with everybody and can see what you're doing. If I'm working from home, he has to be where he can see what's on my desk. Oh, it's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. You're glad he's curious, but on the other hand, you're... Yeah. It's like, you're going to be wicked smart, <laughs> but you're also going to be wicked clever, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's good for me. Right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, wonderful. Well, we've been talking for... We're coming up on half an hour. Um, anything else we want to add? Wonderful. I would just say there's great work happening in the city, um, and people should look into it. Yes. It's more than just what you read and what you see on Facebook. Yes. Um, And to add to that, uh, we were just talking in the hallway uh, about how uh, we're always hiring, especially in uh, a lot of our first responder departments between CPD and CFR, but not just them. I know there's a lot of jobs over at Clarksville Gas and Water. Mm -hmm. I believe there's a handful at CDE. Uh, Come drive a bus. (laughs) We do need bus drivers right now. That's right. Yeah. Do you know how many we're looking for at the moment? All of them. No, I don't know. I don't know an exact number. Uh, we need some. But if you're out there looking for a job, there's uh, a lot of them. If you go to the city of Clarksville's website, go to the how do I page and then click apply for a job. And it'll bring up a whole list of uh, jobs ranging from just about anything you can imagine, whether you want to work in accounting or drive a bus or fight fires. Um anything you can imagine. Come work for the city. It's a great place to work. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you all so much for coming up. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah this has been a great time. And congratulations again on getting into Leadership Clarksville. I hope it's a great experience. And uh, I can't wait to hear uh, how the project at the end goes, whatever it might be. <laughs> well, thank you. Yep. Love it. Well, thank you all for listening and joining us. And we'll catch you next time on On Public Square. Mm-hmm.